We know that property prices are continuing to decrease around the nation as higher interest rates hit some Aussies pretty hard and capital city housing markets have fallen by up to 6% in the past three months. And CoreLogic's data shows that in September, properties were sold for 1.4% less on average nationally than in August. So joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more about the situation is CoreLogic's Head of Research, Eliza Owen. Good morning to you, Eliza. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Now, Eliza, how are things tracking around the nation at this point? Well, as you say, nationally home values did decline another 1.4% through the month of September, but it almost looks like the pace of decline slowed down a bit over the month. It's off the back of a 1.6% drop through August. And across the combined capital cities, we've seen auction clearance rates stabilising, even increasing a little bit on the winter months. And in terms of listings, it's been a really lacklustre start to what would usually be a spring selling season. Mm -hmm. So vendors kind of holding off selling, which I think is insulating price falls as well. Yeah, right. So not as many people are sort of putting those homes on the market or sellers aren't putting those homes on the market. Yeah, that's exactly right. So usually around this time of year, we'd see about 43,000 new listings flowing through over the month of September. It's actually closer to 34,000 through the, the past month. So What that suggests to me is because selling conditions aren't very good, Mm -hmm. it means that vendors aren't really selling if they don't have to. And that's actually leading this uh, situation of kind of tight supply, um, which might be helping to slow the decline a little bit nationally. Yeah, right. Now, as I understand it, um, the only capital city that didn't sort of witness a monthly fall was Darwin. Why do you think that is? Yeah, quiet achiever. Um, I think over the past couple of months, as we've seen pretty sharp falls in big, expensive capital cities like Sydney and Melbourne, um, Darwin has been very resilient because of its relatively low price point. You've got a median dwelling value of about 510000 across Darwin at the moment, compared to medians of over a million uh, across Sydney, a million dollars in median houses in Canberra, um, and near that price point in Melbourne as well. So the more expensive a market is, the more debt you have to take out to fund Mm -hmm. a purchase there, and the more it's impacted by interest rates. So I think between an affordable price point and... um, those fewer new listings it's it held up. Eliza, those, um, you know, some of those median house prices are incredible. It really makes you wonder, you know, how, like it must, it's going to be hard for that younger generation to sort of be able to enter the housing market at some point. Absolutely. And I think that's reflected in so much of the data we see around the housing market. Um, you, you know, the, the level of first home buyer finance going out has dropped off rapidly since the introduction of a scheme like Home Builder, which, yeah. which helped a lot of people into new dwellings. Um, and even things like the average age of a first home buyer is now 35 years old. Wow. Um, that, that's hardly what we associate with the young kind of millennial or, or Gen Z uh, uh, approaching a property market journey. Mm. So uh, I think the barriers to entry with those high price points are, are evident. And now you've got the compounding problem of higher mortgage rates, 
which is limiting borrowing capacity for first home buyers as well. Yeah. Now, speaking of those, uh, you know, of those interest rates, we are expecting that they could actually rise again tomorrow. Um, firstly, what impact are those interest rates having really on the property market right now? And what do you think we'll see if they do rise again tomorrow? So the immediate impact of a rate rise on the housing market is generally that they're inversely related. So as interest rates rise, property prices go down. Um, That's both because borrowing capacity is reduced, buyers become a little bit more uncertain, um, and in some instances, higher mortgage rates can trigger more selling decisions, although I don't think we're seeing that just yet. So with tomorrow's rate rise, you know, it's going to be hard for property prices to stabilise or recover in that circumstance. I don't think it's until we see a pause in rate rises, which could be in 2023, Mm. that we'll really get to that kind of bottoming out in housing market conditions. Yeah, right. Now, Eliza, is it just houses or is this also impacting unit sales as well? Yeah, great question. So both houses and units are seeing softer buying conditions at a national level. Across Darwin, we did see unit values tick a little bit lower over the month, so 0.3% lower, where house values were pretty flat. But broadly on a national scale, what you'd expect to see is that more expensive dwelling markets would be more sensitive to rate rises. Mm. And that's why on a national level, we've generally seen steeper declines in the detached house segment than we have in units. And it's possible that as rates rise, people pivot towards units more anyway because it's more affordable when your borrowing capacity is limited. Yeah. Now, I know obviously Darwin's a capital city, but some would consider it more regional. I mean, are we seeing other regional locations rise in price as well or how are things going in more regional parts of Australia? So regional Australia had a bit of a sustained upswing. It didn't really come into decline until about June, whereas the capital city market started falling in value through April. Um, However, now that the regional market is in a downswing, it's kind of keeping pace with the downswing in the capital cities. Even over the month of September, as we saw a 1.4% decline in capital city home values, we've seen a 1.3% decline in regional values. So regions are certainly not immune to rate rises. I think it's just more the further afield or affordable markets that have been a little more resilient in the past few months. Well, it's really interesting. I think it's going to be, um, you know, it is going to continue to be interesting to see where it all sort of lands. As you touched on, uh, you know, with those interest rates, it has an impact on different types of properties. I know for us here in Darwin, you know, people wondering, I guess, what is going to happen and and only time will tell, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And remember, when it comes to your property decisions, it's got to be based on your individual circumstances. Mm. Don't worry about trying to time a property purchase to the cycle because that's impossible, right? Yeah. Um, I think just looking out for properties that you can afford, um, that you can afford in the case of further rate rises, that's the kind of question you need to be asking yourself right now. Yes, that is a very good point to make, I think. Eliza Rowan, CoreLogic's Head of Research, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for chatting with us. Anytime. Take care. Thank you.